Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, we're just coming in here to do a little disclaimer about um, our recordings over the next couple of weeks. They were recorded before the coronavirus took hold across the world. So we just want to ask for your grace in the recordings if you find something a little insensitive to the season that we find ourselves in at the moment. And we just ask for your grace um, over that. Um, We had no way of knowing um, what was coming um, when we recorded it. So, yeah, we just thank you for that. Hi. Welcome to Theana Decluttering. I'm Kosi Farija. I'm Amy Ravel. And we are here with a friend today. We are. Friends are the best in the studio. This is a friend that I feel like has been my lifelong friend, but actually has been your friend for a really long time. We've known each other for a long time. We weren't really friends, friends, though. Oh, right. Is that true, Mandy? Well, we went to the same church for quite a few years. Oh, is that how you know each other? I actually didn't even know this. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you moved. Yes. Yeah, and then I had babies. Ah, I and did then not know. Yeah. yeah. And then we just, I don't know, did you start stalking me on social media? I think once you started this podcast and I found it, and I was like, this is so exciting. And did you know it was me? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm just curious yeah, as to yeah, of course I how it you. all came up. Yeah. So if and you haven't recognised the voice already, this is Mandy from Two Peas in a Podcast. Hello, everyone. <laughs> what should we call the decluttering peas? Decluttering peas. Declutter peas. (laughs) Declutter peas. Poo peas. I think think we need it. I I have, okay, just sidebar, I think it's going to be really hard to not constantly, like I want to talk to you about your podcast. Yeah, no, we can't. I know, but I really want to. But she gave me, she was like, Kosi, this is said in love. Can you not fangirl Mandy? It's no fangirling. I'm just an ordinary person. No, I know, but but I was all like, I won't because she's my friend. And she'll be fangirling us yes, just as I much am. as we are fangirling her. This is what one else? of my first favourite podcasts. Really? Yes. yes because cool. I'd Well, I hadn't listened to one from two women that were my age-ish. I think you're a bit younger than me. So she <laughs> like, I yeah. still have a three in front of my number. <laughs> okay, well, there you Only go. Only for another couple of months. Yeah, you guys inspired me because you, I would just put you on when I was at home and I was lonely and I was walking around in my mess and I just listened to you chatting and it made me so happy. Okay, yeah. That makes us happy. Yes. I know, but yes, there's no but. But going back to your point about how you feel like you know Mandy really well, it's because we both are avid listeners of yes. your Thank phenomenal you. podcast. Thank and you. so I will often message Mandy, like, and because. 
we are friends in real life. Yep. But now because I listen to her podcast, I feel like we are really, really best <laughs> friends. Like so much so that when I was listening to her podcast this morning and she goes, oh, I had a really bad day and some of my closest friends called me. I was all like, but I didn't call you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went, oh, oh check yourself, Kirsten. You're not, not yeah. one of my closest Don't you remember when, you, when I found your podcast, I would message you? Yes. Like I've just cleaned my bookshelf, Kirsty. Yeah. <laughs> True. You know, I just was like, I felt like I had to tell you guys. Yes. And yeah. we get those messages all the time. Uh, yes. And you would as exactly. well. Exactly. Now I get yeah. it. Yeah. And I love it. It is. You never yeah. get tired of them. No, because I don't know, that's women's work at its best. Mm. Bringing people together. Yep. Yeah. Making people feel like they've got company, yes. they're understood, yep. but there's something more that we're calling them yeah. to. Yeah. And you were actually giving me practical help, which I needed. So, awesome. Can you tell you. us a bit about your family? So, or about yourself as well? Yep. Oh, well, I'm Mandy. I'm married to Darren. Um, we've been married for 18 years. <gasps> Did I? Oh, really? Yeah. And we have 14-year-old fraternal twin girls and we have a nine-year-old daughter as well. And we have a one-year-old dog. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Chaos. Oh, that's brave. <laughs> I was listening to you two talking about not having dogs and yeah. babysitting a dog. I was like, yeah, the that's a good The dog I babysit oh. is the one out there in the... It's Jared's dog. We were um, gifted our dog through the Starlight Foundation because oh. one of my twins had a couple of surgeries in 2018. And when we were in the Royal Children's, I thought, I'll just apply. You never know. I mean, I don't. I, what's the hierarchy of needs? I don't know, but I'll just put it in and we'll see. And they said, yep, you've been granted a wish. And we were like, holiday, holiday. And she's like, dog, dog. <laughs> and when you've seen your daughter go through many yeah. orthopedic surgeries, I just had to say yes. Yeah. yeah. Even though I knew I'd bring a lot of chaos, which it has, but extreme love, extreme chaos. Yes, we do love our babysitting dog <laughs> yeah. because you get to have the joy. Yes. But I don't have to do any of the training. Yes. And I'm not very good at it, to be honest. I'm like, yeah, this morning my nine-year-old's up playing the piano. The dog's on the seat with her. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's cute. Let me get the video out instead of saying, <laughs> get down. <laughs> Anyway, it's like when your kids swear and you ask them to say it again rather than actually like, tell when them your child's off. got a speech delay. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, you're I'm like so proud That's of funny. her. Yeah, you can speak. Yeah, like you know, great. That's what if you have listened to two peas in a podcast, it has explicit language in yeah. it. So I was going to say to you, Mandy, just I won't be swear today. I promise you. <laughs> yeah, we have a clean rating. Yep. Yeah, mainly mainly because I don't swear. Yep. This one over here yeah. likes to swear. Bit, bit looser than I am. <laughs> Well, my mum would love you because she's not happy. She put the first rating on Facebook saying um, that we did not need to use that word and it was terrible for our broadcast. So (laughs) it's it's clearly happy for broadcasting to you. Anyway. So, Mandy, we thought we'd get you in today to talk about, like, yes, it's basically just a catch-up, but... We haven't had anyone come on and talk specifically about twins before. Yeah, sure. And we have had parents come on and talk about their kids that have particular disabilities yeah. and additional needs, but yeah. everyone's different. So That's yours right. is going to be different to the yeah. other ones we've had on. Definitely. And just so everybody knows, we did ask her to come on just as she was getting really famous. <laughs> <laughs> it just happened know. that it didn't work out until no, she's right. mega famous. Oh, no, not really. <laughs> You're still just Mandy, aren't I you? I am. I know. Yeah, we're still Kirstie and That's right, exactly. Yeah. Well, so I had my twins nine weeks premature and I think this probably just 
set me up for not having any organisation in the house whatsoever. We just moved into the house a week before because we were, um, you know, pregnant with twins. We were renting and so we started looking for a house. I couldn't even bear looking for houses pregnant with twins. So Darren did all that work really and then all our friends helped us move into the house. Uh, The bedroom the babies were going to go into didn't have curtains. It was hot pink with a purple trim Um, and then boom, had them at 31 weeks and we were back and forth to hospital for seven weeks. So that I didn't have cots, I didn't have a bag packed, I didn't have um, baby shower, so I didn't have anything really. We had car seats, that was it. So then we're gifted all this stuff and you can imagine two lots of everything. Um, and two lots. Everybody's of, excited yeah, and, and generous. And we were thoughtful. very loved. Yeah, we yeah, had two. and especially because it was night. Like you had all yeah. the trauma of yeah an early birth. Yeah, so people were like super kind generous. and generous. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I don't even remember when we got cots. I just was like, I, I you was, were in a haze. You. Yeah, yeah, but I remember going to baby bunting and I was just like, oh, they'll do. Yeah, no, can I sleep even... in them? Yes, great. They're not even home, so what did I care? Whereas I think the real Mandy loves things to look pretty and organised, but I just didn't care. Mm. So we got them home and then boom, two babies. I mean, <laughs> yeah, stuff everywhere. Months in pyjamas. Yeah, you know, and mum would come over and there'd be nappies all over the floor because I'd just put them on the ground overnight and I couldn't even, and she'd say, pick them up, and I'd say, I just, I can't. Mm. I can't even bend down to pick them up, <laughs> which sounds crazy now, but, but that's just how tired t- I yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. And so you said the other Mandy, so yeah. the Mandy before babies yeah. would have liked a house that was organized. organized. Did you find it, you did it naturally or was it something you had to work towards? To Pre-kids. get it back. Oh, no, I think I did it. We were kind of minimalists, really. We didn't really have much money, I suppose. So it was just the furniture. People, Mum and Dad gave us some stuff, hand-me-down stuff. Um, so, no, and I am a, you know, in the Myers-Briggs, I'm an ESFP. We're just all over the place. <laughs> if anyone knows that, I'm just looking at everything all the time. I'm not really a very organised person. I also grew up with a mum who was very organised and very neat and very clean and so I think there was a little part of me that didn't want to be quite as restricted as that. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. It sure does. Does she, when you were living at home, because you, you know, clearly if you've been married for 18 years, you clearly moved out of home when you were 12. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you can tell. (laughs) Did she clean up for you or was there like did she didn't really train you in the art of I did ironing, I did cooking, um, but, yeah, I sang to her the other day that one of my twins wasn't making a bed and she goes, I made your bed for years. And I was for like, you? Yeah. And well, I was hello, like, Mom. I can't really remember that because she liked it the certain way. So, Simon. Yeah, I couldn't quite do it the right way. Um, but was she, that intentional? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Mum will like, She's not Oliver and Emily. <laughs> I just liked, I value socialising and getting out of my house and my mum valued being organised at home. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Is she yeah, an introvert? Yep. She's an introvert. Yeah. Yeah. And her mum had a cluttered house, I think. So she said she was always embarrassed bringing people mm. home. So then she the made. The pendulum swings. Yeah. And so then I've gone a little bit that way too. Yeah. Interesting. So fascinating. It's people fascinating, fascinating. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And just, yeah, what our life brings. Yeah. And then what. Not only what our history brings, like our family of origin brings, but then what life brings yeah, to you and right. how that shapes and forms you yeah. for good and bad. 
Mm, so what's it been like? So you then you've got a nine year old now. So what's yep. that? Three, five years in between the out. twins and having a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it was about yeah. They were five. Okay. Yeah. So how has it been the last fourteen years? Like, have what's the how have you felt in your house? How's so the process been? We moved into that house when they were born, and then we realised they couldn't access the school across the road because it had stairs everywhere. So both my twins have a hemiplegia, cerebral palsy, and we'd go over there on the weekends, and I'd think. They just can't come here. They're going to get killed. I've never seen so many stairs in a public school in all my life. Right. So when they were four, we decided to move house. So um, we just we stayed in the same area, but we just moved up to where there was a, another school and it was completely flat. I didn't Perfect. even look at the school. I didn't care what the curriculum was, nothing. I was just Access. like, that is a flat school. <laughs> <laughs> and so we moved house and we actually moved from a four-bedroom house to a three-bedroom house and a newer house to a way older house. So we've got we're in like a nineteen fifties weatherboard, three bedroom, one tiny little linen press. Um I and, feel your pain, that's what I'm currently in. Yeah, tricky. And we didn't know if we were gonna have another baby. So when we moved and then we we thought we would give it a go. And I, at that stage I thought, oh, that doesn't matter, like they can share. That's no problem. <laughs> so we had her and we put the twins together in a bedroom, put them in a bunk, took the ceiling fan out. Good. Ah, oh, that's one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> when I put her up there, I was like, oh. nah. <laughs> Good call. Uh, and that was okay. And we swapped the three of them around in the bunk for quite a few years until now when everyone wants their own space. So, how do you do it now then? Yeah. So, we've got like a little room that was like an add in, um, like a study. So, someone's in there. It's the cheap seat. Mm, it's, but it's, it's on okay. their own. Yeah. Do you know what we did when we had similar? Not not really similar. There's five of us. Yeah, that's right. It's a lot of you. We had four-bedroom home. And so every term, the girls swapped. Ah, good so idea. So then nobody got left with the bed. It was actually the better room because you yeah. were by yourself. Yeah. And not sharing with brothers yes. or not sharing with a sibling. Yeah. So we just moved every... Term, which is great for decluttering. Yes, it would be great for organising, like and great and and great freedom. But and it was around like we would have been in high school, so it would have been great for the twins, like age, yeah. Because then you get to redesign the room every time. Because then one person would like the and we had a bunk bed in that room, but only the top bunk, and it was one of those ones like at chest height. Yeah, cool. And so. You know, one person would have it on one wall and mm. then like every term. And so Good now idea. I get frustrated in our house because Simon likes everything to stay the, <laughs> the same. same. And I'm like, but I need to change. Yeah. I need to move. Rainy day in Melbourne, my family's like, what room can we swap? Yep. Yeah. Darren would get home from work and he'd be like, what has gone on? Yeah. I'm like, I'm moving the couches. Yep. The other thing I like to say is that I worked in childcare before I had the kids and then I worked at a parenting centre, like a... And, but in childcare, it breeds some hoarding because yeah. I'd be at home and I'd say, I can keep all these milk bottles because then tomorrow <laughs> we're going to turn them into clocks, or, yeah. you know. Yes. So I've constantly got that sort yep. of we don't have enough stuff so I need to keep things and change them into things. Yeah, there's you always see the potential always. in anything that could otherwise be discarded. You're going to hate this, but when I made Darren move a microwave three to three houses because I said we might put it in a sandpit one day. 
Why would you not? Like it wouldn't be complete sandpit without what a microwave. Like, if I have kids and if we have a sandpit, then I'm going to put the microwave in it for them to pretend cooking. See? Did you ever? Yeah. Oh, you, so you did use it in the end? Yes, and I was very proud of myself. I'm very proud of you too. I am proud of you that you could handle having a sandpit in your own home. Oh. That's what we sent our kids to daycare oh, for. Oh, no. I love early childhood setting up play. I love it. I, I love setting up play. Don't you just don't like want the, the sand. sand. You yeah. don't want messy You know play. what you got to do, people? you got to put rice, cooked rice, yep. on the floor and that sweeps up the sand. You okay. don't care about that. I don't anymore. <laughs> Oh, can, that's good because I have clients where it's like, oh, and that sticky sand, the kinetic yeah. sand. Oh, it's everywhere. Yeah, yep. rice. So I would be like, let's set up the play. I'd set up the room and then I would let them do whatever they wanted. And if that meant leaving it overnight for them to keep creating, then I didn't care about that. Yeah. yeah. So um, I tried to have areas and I had tubs and all that stuff. So you sound like similar to me, was very organised. Yeah. But I always felt like I had too much. Yeah, I had way too much. So how's that process been? Is that still in action? Like, do you well, still feel like you've got too much? Yeah, or? I've still got a corner of toys, even though she's nine, because I've got nieces and nephews yeah. and I've got um, neighbours. I can't quite... I we can't. have we have little kids yeah. toys. Yeah, we okay. have a tub. Yeah, okay, great. Yep. I've got maybe a few. <laughs> move the sylvanians they're so cute yeah um but i think another thing was keeping all the girls stuff in case we had another baby so moved house with it just in case wasn't sure if we were going to then we have another baby we do have another girl great i've got all these clothes but then she was born in a different season oh, oh my and gosh you would have had double everything two lots of everything so what did you do well, so I suppose then I just started giving it away. Mm. And I knew she was our last baby, so I was like, okay, put her in some stuff that worked and then I just gave it away to as many people as I could. Yeah. Some of my friends eventually even would just buy a few things off me. So if I gave, you know, like a, like a huge pack. bag and yeah. they'd just give me 20 bucks. Brilliant. Yeah. That's a good way to get rid of it because you know that it's going to someone. Because the memories yeah. often, oh, yeah, if you've huge. had kids that have had difficult yeah. starts to life, Definitely. you're like, oh, but that was the first outfit they wore when yep. they didn't have a tube yes. or the first thing when they didn't have a peg or very like, you know, it's all different. I've kept, they've got a big tub each of all their very special stuff, all their baby stuff and their, yeah. So. Is that to go with them once yep, they, they can have that. Right. Yeah. And have they curated that at all? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> What should they? <laughs> One day, at okay. Fourteen, probably. Really? They My should, kids they, have. Yes. Ah. I've, so I've got same. I've got fourteen-year-old. Yeah. All and right. Well, that's blown my mind. He's gotten rid of a lot of it. Has he? A lot of it. But then what I did is, and I don't know if your kids are quite old enough to have done it, I was like, whatever you don't want, just pass by me because there are a few things that I can, yes. I'll take that for my special box. Yes. And that, yeah, and that's what we've spoken about in sentimental boxes and um, adult children and stuff, that if you, you've got to let them make the decision uh, about what it is that is important, important to them and if it's really important to you and they want to get rid of it, then it actually belongs to you, Mandy, uh, okay. not to them. Okay, all it right. It goes into your sentimental box. Okay, well, I'll, I'll ask them. Hmm. When, when it's time. Well, and not not necessarily, you know, maybe Millie can do it and sure, you leave it for Molly. Right. Yeah, like, that's right. Yeah. But definitely little, get Miss Nine. eye masks from Niku and their tiny, oh. tiny dummies and the really miniature nappies. None of those are going. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. And they go into your box. Your box. My box. Your sentimental. They don't remember what it is. Yeah. And they may or may not care. Yeah. 
And even if they have children later on, they still may not care because true. it's not their parenting true. journey. True, true, true. Yeah. Like they don't, yeah. So, but it is your parenting journey. Yeah. And it is your sentimental and heartbreaking and yeah. joyful things. Oh, that all so. makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I'll think about that. <laughs> Should I get a notepad? Should we take yeah, notes for you? <laughs> Listen to this. Oh no, you won't. Oh no, you do. Yeah, I love listening to myself. <laughs> I listen to our podcast too, Mandy. Oh, I see. I don't. Don't you? I do. No. Sometimes oh, I go back myself. and listen to an old episode. I'm like, oh, yeah. I just want to hear what that was. Oh my god, we're funny. Definitely. <laughs> I think it's because I did loads of editing in yeah. the yeah. Days. See, I don't do the editing. Kate yeah. does, and yeah. so yeah, when I, I get it on the Thursday morning, I'm like, wow. Yeah, I can't remember what we even said. Yeah, whereas I would be like, you know, cutting out our breaths yeah. and like it would be like, you know. A lot of, Like yeah. I'd be cutting out all of that and so I was like, I don't want to listen to this episode Fair enough. again. Fair enough. I love it. But I then it I do, Would but then I'm, now you, you guys can. are making me like want to because often I'm like, I'm sure we've spoken about this yeah. and if I'd listen to it again mm. I might. It might stay in my memory. Yeah, maybe. But then, I, you know, I have that thing where I don't actually like the sound of my voice. Yeah, well, so. I love the sound of my own Me voice. too. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sound of my own voice. Talk. I love talking. Yeah. I just don't, don't like, like listening how it sounds to it. in my ears. <laughs> Are you loving getting into decluttering and organising? Are you excited to get into different spaces in your house and to see the transformation that is possible? But are you also finding that there are some things that just aren't sticking, that you're finding that you just don't have the routine or system to really hold you where you want to be? Well, Kirstie and I have developed the Art of Decluttering online course, which is an amazing six-module self-paced course with an interactive Facebook community. So if you want to go from overwhelmed to just nailing this decluttering thing, we would love you to join us. You just visit outofdecluttering.com.au forward slash course. We have payment plans available. Access it today and see that transformation that you've been dreaming of. Have an organized home that stays organized for life. We cannot wait to see you in the course. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Um, tell us about your girl's additional needs. So, and how that's the story yeah. of that, and what that has to do with how clutter and therapies and well, um. Firstly, I think I never, I was never able to get into a routine of like I clean on this day or I do this because I had so many appointments to hospitals and back the whole time mm. while they were home in early childhood. Um, I have people coming in to do um, appointments and I have to dress, well, at that stage I had to dress them both, um, put on their shoes. They both wore an AFO, which mm-hmm. is an ankle foot orthotic, and so I had to put that on for them. I had to have long socks. I couldn't to hold just, it in. Yeah, yep. so you have to have all these long socks. I had to have, at one stage I had four different size shoes because they all had different 
size feet. Because the AFO required mm, a, a bigger shoe. Yep. So I would have, so I'd go to Kmart eventually when I was sorted that out was the cheapest. I'd get four pairs and then I'd have the four leftovers and then I'd think I should donate those to the other children that have AFOs with the different feet and then I couldn't work out where to do that and then no one, oh. and then I'd just throw them out because I what couldn't do do? donate. And then someone said, you can to children that have one leg and I was like, I can't find them, you know. Yeah. Um, so in the mornings and still I dress Molly and do her hair and everything. So there's not that sort of, my mum would get up and put the load of washing on and all Mm. that sort of stuff. I can't really do that. I mean, get her dressed, get her fed, get her to the bus. Then we can kind of get on with the day. Does that make sense? Mm. With the other two, they are self-contained. They can do everything now. Um, yeah. And then surgeries, we had quite a couple of orthopedic surgeries. So we would have wheelchairs for a while and bath seats and walkers and then ramps. So, but they would be, they wouldn't be forever. So then we'd store them in case there was another surgery and then, you know, that sort of stuff comes and goes all the time. Yeah. So what changed? Uh, well, I started listening to your podcast and Miss Nine had started going to school. So I had some time during Mm -hmm. the day to actually... Freedom. Freedom. I mean, I was working. I started my own business, but I had that time to sort of sort some stuff out. And plus she was growing out of stuff. So, right, okay, the baby stuff's going, the cots are going, the pram's going, the high chairs. You know, with twins, you have two high chairs, you know, all that stuff. So, um, yeah, and then I think around that time Facebook Marketplace came on too. So I was just starting to put everything on there and you could actually sell it and people could come to your house and pick it up. I was like, this is made for me. So... (laughs) So that's because you don't have to organise postage. I don't have to go anywhere, that's or... right, because that sort of stuff I, yeah. I find overwhelming. So, And then I just got motivated listening to you girls and I thought I actually feel weighed down by the heaviness of my house. It's just heaving with stuff. So um, I went through all the books, I went through all the toys, I went through all their clothes, all the linen, um, the pantry, uh, my closet, although I'm pretty good with clothes because I've only got a really small wardrobe. And about 20 years ago I got my colours done and I think that's one of the most life-changing things I've ever done. Yeah. That's why she looks beautiful and Well, pink. it's yeah. just so my mum and my sister and I all went to the, like the local community centre and so mm-hmm. it was fairly cheap and this colour analysis was there and she just went around and showed everyone what colours make your eyes shine in the most basic sense and then we all got the little palette thing and <laughs> then I just haven't looked back because I don't buy anything that doesn't suit me. So clothes stay last in my cupboard for years. We need to do this. Yes. Hmm. Have you ever had it done? Yeah. Right. Or do an episode or something. So maybe I need to get it. <laughs> no, but it, it it's a good idea for an episode. Yeah, yeah because... it's great for clients to know, well, that I can get rid of all the blues. Yes, they just, oh, exactly. They me. So I just walk into a shop and I just bypass all the black, all the red. Um, I know grey is my black. I know blues and turquoise and pinks and all the summery colours suit me. So it and makes having a capsule wardrobe really easy. Yeah, yeah, it does. So And I know what colours to wear on the bottoms. So I feel Hello. really confident about that. And then I kind of guess my girls as well. So I only buy them colours of clothes that I think will suit them too. You've just blown my mind. Yeah. I mean, I'm a Melbourne girl. I just wear a lot of black. Yeah, but it suits you. That's right. <laughs> so I feel like that's helped me out a mm. lot with my clothes. Yeah. So that's probably one area of my house that you'd think, oh, she's doing really well. <laughs> and you always have, like you, like you have for the last 20 years. Oh, yeah. It didn't get overwhelming no. even 
Oh, in... I suppose you had, you know, pregnancy and yeah. maternity clothes and then I thought I'd keep it and that. And Gross. Then, you know, all the bras and the mm. all that Ugh. stuff. So I just Look at us so we're all clearly not clucky. No. Maternity <laughs> 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 clothes. <laughs> I was happy to get the underwire back on these babies. Yes. Yeah. Amen so, to that. <laughs> so that, yep, I'm all good with the clothes. But linen, all the doona covers and the sheets and the winter sheet because old weatherboard house, cold, really cold or really hot. So I have flannelette sheets, flannelette doona covers. <sighs> then we move to the summer stuff and the I've got summer doonas, I've got winter doonas. I don't know where – you need to come over. <laughs> I don't know where to put them all. <laughs> I was going to ask, do you have a nemesis spot in the house? Is it's still linen, linen? Yeah. yeah, because I just can't fit it all in. Mm. So then I think after listening to you guys, I've put some stuff in their own wardrobes. Mm. Um, but, yeah, you know, it all migrates. What about under their beds? Have they got uh, No, space? they've got quite low beds. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. We have just – discovered something we, we had a thought last night we were doing our online course our um, head heart and home course and we were in a discussion with our beautiful people in that course and I wanted and we were thinking this morning about asking you the same question yeah. so here it is um what is a lie that you can think of that you used to tell yourself about your home or about your clutter mm. that since listening to the art of decluttering and going on your own journey, you have turned around and told yourself the truth about it and changed a habit or. Mm. Uh, I, th- I like to think that my house is welcoming so anybody can come in and feel like their kids can just enjoy it. And it doesn't matter, like my friend's daughter, you know, pooed her pants on my carpet. I didn't care. I was like, that's okay. I've had lots of stuff like that before. So, but then I realised maybe, you know, like my mum would come over and say, you know, like you need to clean your toilet because if people come over, they might feel uncomfortable. Or, And so I think being cleaner was something that I had to realise. So I started, does that answer the question? Yeah. So I started getting a friend to come in who was a cleaner, but yeah. I was having a cleaning affair on Darren. Because <laughs> he didn't know. He didn't know because we, we have lots of clients who have professional organising affairs. Yeah. Oh, lots. I didn't think he would be up with that for the money, so I scrounged the money wherever I could because I knew I could not keep up with the cleaning. Outsourcing is the best. Maybe. I can't do it and I hate it. It's the worst. And I've got friends who are like, I love cleaning the shower. It makes me so happy. And They're I'll be lying. Like, I can't think of anything They lie to you. Do you think? Cut those people out of your life. No, one's my mum. <laughs> Actually, from what you're okay. talking about your mum, maybe she's telling the truth. Yeah, yeah, you know. So, there are some people who like cleaning. Well, she it's said. Clearly none of us no. in this room are When she people. was growing up, she was embarrassed in the state of yes, her house. Right. So then she yeah. takes great pride in her yes. house being clean. And then I was took great pride in my house being welcoming, mm-hmm. but not really clean. On that, though, and it just made me think about um, the expectations. Yeah. You know, like your Society, yeah, and in your story just now, your mum, yeah, but um, society and well-meaning people, and you live this yeah. every day, and you, um, you know, your podcast is fantastic at shedding light mm. <laughs> on this very topic um, of expectations and judgment from other mm. people. What is something that you, um, 
yeah, that you've had an expectation of of yourself that you've had to declutter that expectation or what's something that you... Well, that I couldn't be my mum and that I'm paying for a cleaner now mm. and the affair's over, I'm paying. <laughs> like, he knows. He knows. <laughs> We've had her for five years. She comes every week and I will find that money mm. and I'm so happy when she comes. I hug her every time and she's my friend. I say, you're saving my life. I couldn't do this without you. And she's like, it makes me so happy to have a job mm. that makes you so happy. Cleaners so, are the best. Like, yeah. We both love our cleaners because they, they, like our families can't function without them. No. They, I, I wasn't. I was drowning in the filth. <laughs> and, you know, and just the mess and, yeah. Do you find that your cleaner has a better job once your home is decluttered, yeah, there's less stuff yep. just hanging around. Definitely, yeah. And I'll, I'll, when she's there, I'll work alongside her. Mm. So I stay there, and I'll be doing all my stuff off the bench, picking stuff up. So I kind of use it as a. I don't go out. I use it as that time to kind of work alongside her. Cool. Does that That's make cool sense? Idea. Yeah. Yeah, because I, it's a dedicated two hours that I think. Come on, get to it. Yeah. I feel like that's a great tip for a lot of our listeners yeah. is when you, if you do have a cleaner that you then go, and it might be that they're going to go, I'm going to declutter and I'm going to do an yes. hour or half an hour, 15 minutes and use that time. Like there's already somebody else doing work. Yeah. Uh, come alongside and do whatever that work is for yeah. you. And that, and we chat and we catch up and, mm. and it makes, you know, I've had to let go of that. I can't believe my friend is cleaning my toilet to, I'm so glad she's cleaning my toilet. <laughs> That's the you new know? story. That's the new story. Yeah. Like, and yeah. that's, you know, that's yeah. what we were talking about with our um, course participants last yeah. night, like just switching from a negative to a, a Yeah, positive. I don't feel, I feel fine about it. I'm so thankful for it. And yeah. Darren's on board now. So yeah, he's fine. <laughs> and he doesn't have to do it. So No, um, he's kind of the neater out of the both of us. So he, um, yeah, but he's not home that much because he works long hours. So, yeah, he would... <laughs> I just remember the days when there were like two two-year-olds and there was just stuff everywhere. He'd just walk in the door and just be walking over toys, you know. <laughs> we set up an obstacle course. Trying this is intentional. to find the babies. <laughs> <laughs> the little flags that come out of their backs. <laughs> uh, here we are. I had tunnels inside. I, oh, you, you name had a full childcare centre. I had set a up. full childcare centre. I ran it every day. I had music programs. I had the oh, art. Oh I had. I'm so bummed that we moved away before we had. I know, kids. No one else like, could come. It was just my kids. <laughs> no, but I would have been like. <laughs> no, I'm coming over to Mandy's. Well, that's why I wanted to be welcoming. So yeah. people, and especially when you have twins, it's hard to go places. No one wants to invite you over with two two-year-olds. Like oh. hardly anyone. So when My you find best friends are twins, I can't imagine not well, people feeling like that. I mean, but... obviously my closest friends did. Yeah, uh, but but like you're talking playdates and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, not many people right. want to invite you over. No, because they're just going to categorically destroy your house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, and that has happened. And my awesome. yeah, that's right. <laughs> and my girls, we couldn't take their shoes off because by the time I'd finally got the AFOs on, then the four separate shoes, we get to someone's house and they'd say a shoes off, and I'd just be like sweating, thinking, oh no, I'm going to have to take the shoes off. Then when they want to go outside spontaneously, I've got to put all those shoes back on again and the AFOs, and then they go outside. Then they want to take their shoes off out in the playground, and then we've got to come back inside again, and it was stressful 
So that sounds exhausting. I, I wrote about it somewhere on someone's Facebook page. Just if you've got someone with children with AFOs in your life, just have a bit of grace and let them wear their shoes inside your house <laughs> because it's Good really – and I, I didn't – I always thought we'd be a shoes-off house, but we are absolutely a shoes-on house, which makes our house dirtier. Mm. Yeah. And and that's what – like, it has I, to be. I remember going into a client's home one day and um, we have to keep our shoes on as yeah. in general because – we're lifting things sure. and, you know, from a safety point of view, we keep our shoes on. And that's not natural for me because right. we're a shoes off home. Yeah. So I'm used to taking shoes off, yeah. but at work I keep my shoes on. But this um, this client, I had to keep my shoes off mm. because um, her daughter eats uh, everything. Right. Like, And so we'll go and find yes. anything and, and eat it. So Yeah, so every family's got their own rules and if you've mm. got additional yeah. needs or disabilities, there's a yes. reason for it. Yes. So I just I just beg for grace. But well, yeah. Yeah. And that's where yeah. Yep. So what um I I know you're not what advice would you give to um mums of twins and mums with additional needs? I think if you knew you were going to have, and you might not, have a five-year gap between your twins and having another baby, just sell all the stuff and buy them new things. <laughs> awesome advice. Yeah, because I probably would have made a whole stack of money selling that stuff on the at go the time. at the mm-hmm. time because it was Twin modern. Twin mums who want you know, it. At the time it was pumpkin patch. No one cares about that now. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that would have been way better to just sell it all. Make a bit of money and then start off buying this child some new stuff. And let's be honest, once you get to the third child, like your second pregnancy, you're not buying them new. No. You're like, who can I borrow a thing totally. off? I don't care if it's got teeth marks. And Go to pe- the off shop. People were kind because we had her on time and we brought her home and so that was such a celebration in not having a prem. And so people still wanted to bless us with beautiful gifts. So she still got a lot of stuff and I didn't have the heart to say, oh, my gosh, I don't need any more, you know. So I think that if I could go back, that's what I would do. Yeah. Um, One of our clients has um, three daughters with quite intense additional needs, both from a disability perspective and from a health perspective, have had transplants. And one of the things that um, they've fed back to me is they find it really difficult with all the gifts that they get given. Yes. So every time someone went in for an operation, they would get like six beanie bears plus balloons plus this plus colouring in books plus Plus new textures. Plus the teddy that the hospital gives you. (laughs) And that... Was oh. her primary reason for getting me into declutter? Sure. Is she said I have a whole room of stuff we've yes. brought home from hospitals. I, I totally okay. Empathize. Talk to this. <laughs> so my girls used to have Botox injections from when they were about eighteen months. So we'd have to fast them all day. We'd go in and we would give them a toy afterwards or something. But and one day a friend came over and she said, "You've got a lot of Barbies." And so I just sat there and I counted them all and we had seventy four. <laughs> That's so impressive. I just seventy four Barbies for two little girls. Yes, and I think because which is a lot like that's thirty seven each. Yes, which like, is so, ridiculous. Yeah, like just thinking about one child. Yes, thirty seven. Because also with twins, you want to give them a present each for their birthday or a present each for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Times all the family members, aunties, uncles, blah blah blah, plus all the extra surgeries. So yeah, we'd have like the Disney pack. So you'd have Rapunzel and Cinderella and da 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 da, and then we'd have two of them. And so they'd stand, uh, I've got photos of them vision. both with their big packs of their eight Disney princess Barbies, you know. Yeah. So um, any advice for families that are going through that that do have that, you know, this is a procedure that I, I do want to buy you something. I want to 
take the pain away a bit. And I don't know because at the time I wanted them to have stuff too. I was sad for them. Mm. My brother, when they had the orthopaedic surgery in the Royal Children's on the same day, my brother brought in these enormous teddies and I nearly <laughs> died. And he goes, I've always wanted to do this because he's 10 years younger than me. <laughs> Go and do it to and I was like, house. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's the last thing we need. But he he wanted yeah. to do that. I got it. Do you I still know. have them? No. <laughs> I don't know where they if you have them in your home, yeah, can they're you at the let Starlight Foundation room. <laughs> I don't know the answer yeah. because in those times of acute stress, I don't know. It's mm. the opposite of what you say, but sometimes stuff helps. Yeah, I and, and I agree. Mm. I just think is yeah. I don't know that there's a solution. I think. Where you know, I just want to go with not rewarding with food all the time. Yeah, exactly. And so then, is this the lesser of that? I don't know. Or is it like once you're out of your surgery, I'm going to take you guys to the pool, or mm. like, you know, maybe or, you could think, or maybe like that. saying to everybody else, "Hey, w- like we've already got them a present. How about <sighs> um, donating to yes. cerebral palsy? Great right. idea." Like, That's a great or idea. Or whatever it is that yeah. they're going into surgery for or stuff. Yeah, or saving yeah. up for an iPad or yeah. something that they yes. can use ongoing maybe. Perfect, yeah. perfect. Mm. Yeah, that's a great idea. Who says think tanks can't get stuff done? No, of course we can. <laughs> women. <laughs> Don't mess with the middle-aged women. <laughs> Do not mess with us. <laughs> well, you just get better at stuff as you go along, don't you? And Yeah, yeah. and you make mistakes and yeah. that's the beauty of our industry is yeah. we are learning Every, Every single day. day. Mm. No client's the same. Even the clients that we see all the time, their needs and requirements and everything change session by session. This is slightly different, but I'm a sleep consultant. So when I work with families, I just say, look, you don't have to buy everything when you have a baby. <laughs> so just remember that when you go to baby bunting, they're trying to sell you stuff and you don't actually need every single thing. And they're like, oh, okay. So, you know, there's huge monitor anxiety out there in the world with people staring at their monitors all day looking at their babies. Oh, because you can do the video ones now. Yeah, so people, I work with clients in America and England and Japan and they're showing me the monitor through FaceTime and I'm saying, yeah, I know, I can see your babies trying to go to sleep (laughs) and they sleep with the monitors right next to their heads and I call it monitor anxiety, it's huge. So I wish they were never invented, the video ones, although if that saves babies' lives, I get that. But the video ones don't necessarily, they could, like lots of our friends have had the the alarm mats. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Yeah, they weren't around when my kids were born. Well, I didn't didn't get them and obviously they had them in NICU and special care and I just decided not to go down that path, but I can see how people get frightened. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. My sister died of cot death and yeah. we still chose not to do that. Yeah, wow, like, that's well, massive. Yep. We aren't in control. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, I mean, that speaks to more than that. But yeah, there course. was reasons why we chose not to. But yep. but back on to buying everything for your children and it and, and the trauma, like, mm. you know, there's – it takes great – um, emotional intelligence to figure out what's really going on and in times of grief mm. and in times of trauma you don't have that capacity no, I didn't your capacity mm. is going into caring for yes other people more just surviving every day yeah. as yeah. women it's caring for other people yeah and maybe eventually caring for yourself yeah so I could only do that once everybody was at school 
Yes. Yeah, so before that it was just d- daily survival. Mm. And lots of lovely great times and lots of really hard times. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I didn't have routines of my food shopping. So now I just go to Aldi on a Monday. Monday morning. Yeah, right. we, we know. I just, yeah, and the IGA probably a few too many times. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, once, money, once we had a third child, less money. So, yeah, yeah I had to sort of put that little routine in for myself as well. Roddy bread is never available at my Audi. It's gone. It's a seasonal thing. So somebody messaged them and they said, sorry, it's just only a seasonal mm. product. Because if when we talked about it in the podcast, it went bananas. Yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, just go back and listen Which to episode it. Which I don't remember. Every episode. My daughter, she just loves it. I've, I think that that is actually a reason to go to Audi and say, you need to not make it a seasonal product. We have. Because people two have peas in a podcast <laughs> listeners demand We demand the Roddy bread. It's fattening. It's white. What more can we ask for our kids? Yeah, that have food difficulties. Put Vegemite on it. Yeah. Oh <laughs> no, my gosh. Nutella. Yeah, Nutella. That's right. Oh. I messaged Matthew and said, "I'm putting Nutella yeah. on my Roddy." Rice. <laughs> oh no. no! It's like a... no, no. Okay, fair enough. No. What? It has to be like homemade hummus or something. Um, You're not putting sweets on Roddy. It's it's like having a crepe. Children with eating difficulties, you know, that's... Whatever they'll take. Whatever they'll take. Yeah. Yeah. Mandy, this has been such a pleasure and a delight. We're lucky because we get to continue the conversation over lunch now. But thank you so much. Your time, your heart. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being an encouragement to us because... Like, oh, I'm just, just we best. would never have started Two Peas without you guys because Aww. I did not know that it was possible for two women in my stage of life that could do this. So thank you. You're the best. <laughs> Kirsty hasn't cried yet today, so. If you haven't already listened, if you haven't already got on the juggernaut that is Two Peas in a podcast, it's never, you are never too late to, to the start party. start from the start. It explains everything. Yes, yeah, yes. from the start. Yeah. If you've got Don't 30 do hours. that to ours, though. No. Yeah. 150, you'll never come back. Yeah. And don't listen to the old but also, school quality. Yours they were all standalone. But it yours also, yeah. yeah. And yours were always recorded in good sound quality because yeah. you've got sound engineer yeah. on the job. Yeah. Whereas, he was not happy for us doing it any other way. Yeah. So it was very was thankful for terrible. Him. So we had Jared. No, it wasn't. I remember when you moved from over the phone to here. It was awesome. Oh, I was yeah, so that, happy for you. That was a good move. Yeah, but it didn't matter to me. Oh, it didn't. Best. Thank you, lovely. Yeah. So two Ps in a podcast, it's T-double-O. T-double-O. I have to say that. I, I literally recommend the podcast to every single person She's I ever talk to. She's not joking. I don't think anyone subscribes to our podcast anymore. Yeah. She- <laughs> well, I remember exploding it into I- an American page for like, at a time. I was like, you, everyone needs to listen to you guys. So Aww. I hope so I we're just getting back payback. too. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I literally was at a conference on the weekend and I was all like, everybody. <laughs> This podcast. <laughs> oh, I can't thank you enough. Thank you, guys. Well, you can hear us all in your ears again next week. We will chat to you then. Thanks for tuning in. See you. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Selling a little? 
or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 